Welcome to the Obstructive View Podcast. Uh, I'm Jeff. Uh, joining me, hopefully, if our connection hasn't dropped, are uh, Miles and David. Say hi, guys. Hello. All right, so uh, let's get started. We've had a much less exciting week uh, in Cubs baseball uh, this week. For some reason, they didn't continue their trend and call up two more top prospects this week. So You're very disappointing. Fire Theo Webstein. Um, you know, we'll see Schwarber eventually, I'm sure. Uh- <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need him now. need my cookies. Yeah, I was just thinking what our what our twenty five man roster needs is more catchers. So, I call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so let's get started. So after these past few weeks, now the things have settled down a bit. Uh, so how do you guys feel about the excitement level surrounding the team, et cetera? Do you feel different now than from the season when the season started, or even like a week ago? Do we have a big enough sample size to uh, have an idea of what we might think has changed about the Cubs? What do you guys think? Well, I, I think I thought we were an 83-ish win team before the season started. Now, if I had to, to guess, I'd say we're like an 85-win team. So maybe we're a little better, but I mean, not really. They've had some good yeah. games. They've had some bad games. They're not embarrassing themselves. Well, it's except, been it's, pretty except good. Except for that home run yesterday, but yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, one, one play notwithstanding. It's been a pretty good season. I don't think we're great. I think we're good. They're a really young team, and they've looked like a really young team. It's it's kind of what it comes down to. Uh, I I think uh, you know I, I don't know that I can match the general excitement that seems to be building among casual fans. Like my brother, who doesn't really pay attention all that much, is like really jazzed and on board with this team this year because it's the first Cubs team that hasn't been a complete disappointment. Like he's one of those like you know bleeding heart Cubby faithful. And uh, is like he started every year of the past three years. Is like, well, maybe this year if things go right. It's like, no. Uh, <laughs> if things go right, so we like, want, we might win eighty games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it, this. He's legitimately excited this year because you know they are you know they have a winning record, which holy shit. Um, but uh, I, I can't match that excitement just because I'm expecting more and more. Like, I'm, I'm expecting as the summer wears on and guys get tired, we're going to see more games like yesterday where there's just defensive lapses and playing not smart baseball sometimes. So, yeah, it's a young team. Um, you know, they're going to have days like yesterday where they strike out a ton and make dumb errors. Yeah, like that's, that's what young teams do. Yeah. Yep. But, I don't know. Like, I, I just had to do a mass unfollowing on Twitter over the weekend because I just got tired of some of the people who really drunk the Cubs Kool-Aid. <laughs> like, uh, like I'm excited for the... No, I'm not going to name any names, but, uh, you know, it's... You know, when you when you have an 85-win team, they're going to lose a lot of games. They're not going to lose as many as they win, but it's like extreme overreactions to every tiny little thing. Yeah. Like we're all expecting the famous June swoon, I think at this point. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, they're as, gonna, as the weather, they're, they're going to go uh, to losing streak, and 
it's going to happen, but, you know, this is like, you know, if someone has a toot plan and everyone's posting dumpster fire picks all over the place, or uh, earlier this week, like, you know, Starlin Castro had a, had a rough game, but had a couple hard hit balls, and everyone was patting him on the back, like, oh, you know, they're hard hit, let's give him eight, you know, deserved RBIs to go with the, the new uh, deserved run average. <laughs> uh, and sure. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Some of it, too, is like this, like, pe- people where I got Starlin Castro too much, but... Some of his defenders are just as uh, just as ridiculous. Yeah, I think they go too far in the other direction. Yeah, they're circling wagons. I'm like, he's good, but let let's not pretend he's like secretly an eight war player if only two or three things bounce right. So if you look at the Cubs' four highest strikeout rates this year, mm-hmm. uh, like for people who have had more than thirty plate appearances, it is in order descending: Addison Russell, Jorge Soler. There's Mendy Alcantara, who still counts, but barely, and Chris Bryant, which is kind of awesome to think that our four rookies are the four that are acting like rookies. Oh, who knew? I thought Chris Bryant emerged fully formed from the uh, the baseball <laughs> womb as a yeah. uh, eight war player. He's uh, <laughs> actually he you know he started out super hot. He has not been awesome lately. Well, he which, had a golden sombrero yesterday. Yeah. What What do you expect? He's a rookie. 22 year old, 22 year old. He's, he's, 20, he's different though. 20, yeah. Well, he's an outlier. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. still good. Still good, still growing. Next year will be a lot better. Well, we'll be better. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got to do this, but there, you know, it's it's a thing. You know, we expected the strikeouts with him, you know, but the the power was always going to be there, and and it it has been, you know. I mean that that three sixty slugging is nothing to snuff at at this point. Uh, it's yeah, he actually three, his ISO is only higher than Starlin Castro's on the team. You know, and you know the like he's hitting homers like crazy is the thing. Uh, He's. Mm-hmm. I think he's. He's on on pace. You know, with he's at zero right now. It's perfectly on pace for thirty homers. Uh, I. I really think. Uh, you know, despite the average being maybe not where we wanted to, I really think he's going to be a productive player. <laughs> yeah. Real. Real. Yeah, Pedro was, Alvarez type. This guy. <laughs> I was. Jo- I was joking with with Jeff on the site. That yeah, we should move up Chris Bryant to the two hole because that's where you want your guy without any power. <laughs> gets on base, he just gets on base. That's it. Well, you know, aside from that four strikeout game, I mean, it's clear that pitchers are definitely pitching around him. I mean, it's not like yeah. he's been he's been whiffing on meatballs or anything here. But yeah, well, yeah, based I mean, on his stat profile right now, <laughs> he should be hitting second. It is. It oh, is yeah. actually. It it is actually really impressive. Twelve walks and sixty three plate appearances. That's uh, that's pretty great. <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. But yeah, he's he, he's been great. You can't really ask for that much more. Yeah, I mean, my favorite thing about watching the middle of this order is just watching them just chew up opposing pitchers' pitch counts. Like somehow Mike Fires, you know, owned them yesterday. But you know, for the most part, you'll you'll see lots of opposing pitchers. Like you know, they'll hit that top of the order, and you know, they'll get three outs and four batters, but it'll cost them like 25 pitches. Yeah, although the Cubs, as of yet, haven't haven't converted that into anything. It yeah, seems but... like we get pitchers on the ropes every week, or every game. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't really paid off yet, but it will pay off eventually. 
it does seem like we get them on the ropes. It's like 80 pitches through four, but then we they still leave the game only only allowing a run or two. Yeah, that's true, but that's but you know you, it's you, process. You get the base runners on all you, all you need. Yeah, yeah. I think the best part of the year so far is just watching pitchers see Anthony Rizzo step into the box <laughs> and just shake their heads. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, been, we're like step over the plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you can't beat him, you might as well plunk him, right? Yeah. He's got to lead the league in hit by pitches, right? Or he's at least he does. close. No, he, I saw that on the broadcast the other day. He definitely is leading. It, it would be nice if he could get a little uh, armor for that arm there. Yeah. Would worry yeah about he's that. got eight. That's incredible. All right. Yeah. So overall, in summary, like, you know, I've bumped my win expectation up a little bit to, like, 85, 86 is kind of what I'm guessing now. But Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's not much more. So now that the, now that Adam Wainwright's out, uh, I haven't checked to see which nameless prospect the Cardinals have called up that can, you know, throw 98 miles an hour. You know they have, too. Just waiting. Yeah, just some random dude who comes up and just takes the league by storm. Yeah. But uh, no word on if the Cardinals have received their uh, competitive balance wins uh, yet for this season. All right, so let's move on to the next topic. Uh, so the Cubs bullpen has been kind of less bad than uh, than before, so maybe slightly yeah. less panic. Let's uh, let's all just collectively pour one out for Brian Brian Schlitter. That's uh... yeah. Oh, I was so sad when I heard that he got sent down. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a real real unfortunate for a man of his talent. Uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe he's got a reverse Samson thing going on, and if he just cut his beard, he would suddenly be a good pitcher again. I think it's <laughs> worth a shot. Yeah, why not? So, Slump-busting, uh, shaving. In terms it's, of... been, oh, go ahead. it's been pretty decent, though. Like, it, I think as soon as our podcast came out, though, you know, obviously the baseball gods want us to look as stupid as possible. <laughs> so it ceased becoming a problem as soon as our podcast hit. Yeah, Evan Jackson's look good when he, you know... Starts an inning instead of coming in in the middle of one. You know, he looked pretty mm-hmm. good yesterday. Uh, you can't really blame him for that inside the park, not home run, home run. Maybe he should have been. Co- maybe he should have been covering third. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was actually trying to figure out who's supposed to be at third base in that instance, but probably the catcher. Yeah, but, or left fielder. Yeah, but even then, that's it's a pretty fast. I mean, it felt pretty slow while you were watching it, but. As far as running in yeah. from either catcher or left field, it's pretty far to go. Um, as far as the rest of the bullpen goes, Justin Groom is going to Iowa now, apparently. So he should mm-hmm. be back soon, though. I, was, I mean, he's good, but he's not like Neil Ramirez, who's the guy we really miss. Yeah, um, like Groom was awesome the second half last year, but... I, I, I don't necessarily expect that to continue. I, I, sure. He was not that great as a starter, for what I remember. He wasn't. I mean, if he's the third best guy in your bullpen or the fourth best guy in your bullpen, you're pretty happy. Yeah. So, I'll be glad to have him back, but I don't necessarily think he's a savior. He's better than Brian Schlitter. I'll, I'll say that much. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, th- I think the other the other big story, well, not big story, but you know, interesting story with the team is how aggressive they've been on the, uh, the base pass in the past week. Um, does Anthony yeah. Rizzo still lead the team in steals? I think so. It's six. Yeah, that's been kind of weird to see. But, yeah, uh, I mean, if you don't get caught, 
go for it. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's kind of the problem. That's kind of the problem, though. Yeah. Like, they, sure. like I, I like them being aggressive on first to third more often, though I think they had, like, two guys gunned down at third base and I think one of the Pirates games. Yeah, you should never make an out at third base. Yeah. Like, it's, especially it depends on who's up. I mean, they've run into so many outs with the middle of the lineup up in the past mm-hmm. week, which is also really annoying. Like, you know, Dexter Fowler's uh, not really that great of a base dealer. No. Fowler, Fowler and Rizzo both uh, currently lead the team with six. Okay, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just as I say, Fowler's not a great base dealer. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many times has he's leading Fowler the team? Uh, he's been caught once, Rizzo's been caught twice. Does caught stealing huh. include stuff like uh, like more generic toot plans, too? I don't think it does, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if so you enough. get picked off if that counts. I don't think it does. I think a pick-off counts as caught stealing, but if you get, like, a gun down a third or something, that gotcha. doesn't. So, yeah, so it's been nice sometimes to see him take the extra base. Chris Bryant has been especially aggressive and has missed two or three toot plans already. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna bite him one of these days. It seems like he's always caught somewhere. Yeah, just the guy uh, just, the guy just doesn't happen to throw it or something. It's yeah. uh, he does not he does not have a caught stealing yet, which at least there's that. But yeah, as far as, like they've been, I, I think like my suspicion on this is that they I think Madden probably really pushed the idea of going first to third, and I think guys are kind of taking some chances as far as that goes. Yeah. Uh, he has been hitting running a lot more too, which I'd like to see. Just yeah. even though it kind of doesn't seem to fit well with how high strikeout this team is. But uh, yeah, I think that's led to some of the caught stealings. Yeah, that's true. Like, I can remember a few strikeout throwouts. Yeah, eight caught stealings for the team so far, which not... I feel like is a lot for one month. Against how many? Where they are in the league for that? Um, yeah, let me look at team stats here. Um, caught stealing. Ye- okay. Yeah, uh, we are sixth, tied for sixth. Uh, there are one, two, there are five teams, uh, tied for first with nine. Um, and then we have eight. So we're definitely up there in caught stealings. We're number two. Yeah. <laughs> um, with some hard work. <laughs> this is funny to me. The Rockies have six stolen base attempts on the year, nine caught stealing. <laughs> well, six successful. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. Every other team has more successful stolen bases than caught stealings. Uh, but <laughs> that's that's funny to me. Well, the Reds are awesome at it. They've stolen twenty nine bases and they've been caught once. How many of those are Billy Hamilton? He's probably had yeah, like 15 now. Yeah, I'm about, to, about now. to find that out. Wait. Oh, he's only got 13. No. He's oh, slacking. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's funny to hear that the Rockies have so many caught stealing. Because Coors Field is definitely the, the, the field where you want to really get going on the base pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to make offense. You know, you got you to gotta play small ball in Coors Field. <laughs> yeah. So Billy Hamilton has two more home runs this year than Chris Bryant. Just throwing that out there. We play him for this two now. Were yeah, they, he's got two. Do they both actually leave the park? Uh, that's a good question. Couldn't tell you. I know the first one did. I'd know he had another one. 
Yeah. All right. So next up on the agenda, since I don't follow the miners at all, and I know Miles does, uh, anything interesting happened on the miners this week? Uh, well, I don't know about just this week, but it's been a really good. It's been a really good like minor league season for the Cubs, especially in the Southern League. So, if you look in just the Southern League, which is like half the teams, the Cubs have the tenth highest uh, woba, the second highest woba, and the first highest. I want you to guess the three players. Uh, Vogelbach, Schwerber, and... Uh, Those two are, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, is Gleyber Torres in AA yet? No, that's a good guess. He's also been incredible this year. It's going to take you a long time before you... Sorry. There aren't enough Electric 6 references in this podcast, so I'll take it. No, it's Wilson Contreras. So we have a catcher who's just do- dominating the league. Highest OPS by a lot. Oh, man. And then I'll the person the he up. replaced as catcher is also doing really well. Who do you so replace? Th- yeah. Wilson Contreras was our catcher. Last oh, oh you talk about Schwarber. Sorry. I got it yeah, mixed up yeah, there. Yeah, Schwarber's got them all. I think Contreras is playing in first now. But, uh,. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. A year ago, they were talking about what a dearth of catching talent we have in the system. And now. Yeah, and now our catchers are getting thrown out of catching because there are better catchers behind them. Yeah. Although, I mean, I think Contreras was a good defensive catcher and Schwarber is not. But when you're hitting yeah. 349, 456, 698, and you almost have as many walks as strikeouts, you can, you can be pretty bad at, at the catching position and still be worthwhile. For sure. Wonder if they'll, it's uh... been... Oh, go ahead. It's been awesome. Daniel Vogelbach actually does have more walks than strikeouts. Nice. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder two... how much longer the streak will have to go for him before they uh, promote him. Because I know that, uh, you know, Mike Baxter is really holding them back in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to let, let Baxter get those, uh, those ABs every day. No, it's. I think Vogelbach's probably been the second most pleasant surprise this year. I think the most pleasant surprise is Glaber Torres, who is dominating the who's dominating a ball right now, and he's way younger than anyone else in that league. Is he on the uh, the South Bend team? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I'm confused now. That the Cubs have swapped up all their affiliates. I have a hard time remembering which one is which below Double mm-hmm. A now. Yeah, he's on the South Bend Silverhawks, which is actually not that far from anyone. Yep. Jesus Christ. Glaber Torres was born in 1996. I'm so yeah, old. I feel old as shit. <laughs> so, King County just turned 18. <laughs> uh, well, that will be 10 years ago. So, so King County moved to South Bend, and uh, I guess Boise is now Eugene. So, where did Daytona move? Yep. Myrtle Beach. Oh, oh, that's right. It's the the Pelicans. I feel like they're... Oh, they're in the they're in the Carolina League now, right? They sure are. That's so hopefully good. they get rained out less. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> well, they can't get rained out more. That's not possible. So, yeah, yeah. Glaber Torres is eighteen. He is the youngest player in the in the Midwest League by a, a good amount. And he's still eighth in the league in uh, WRC plus. Nice. He's just crushing it. I I think that at the end of the year, he'll probably be the the number 
two number three prospect because everyone else has been called up. And Kyle Schwarber will still yeah, be Schwarber will be number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he's be, trying to think. It'd probably be uh, him and uh, 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 good old Carl uh, duking it out for the number two spot. Yeah. Well, and Pierce C. Johnson. Edwards, if you're not familiar, C.J. Edwards is now Carl Edwards. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. He's he's doing a little bit better. He I don't know how well he's taking to the bullpen. But I also think he's been kind of unlucky. His peripherals aren't that bad, but his ERA is pretty bad. Carl Edwards. Sure. Carl Edwards. But, uh, is that, isn't, that a, that, isn't that a NASCAR driver name? It is. Oh, it's going to throw me off yeah. forever. Yeah. I could just only hope that, that, that Carl, Carl Edwards, the baseball player, uh, is good enough to blast uh, the NASCAR driver name out of my consciousness. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> but uh, um, on the oh, pitching hey, side, just go ahead. C.J. Edwards' walk rate uh, is at uh, 9.31 uh, walks per nine, so that's not good in the early <laughs> no, going. No, that's not good. But, yeah, it's 9.2 innings. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I've, but still, I, I mean, like that an inning is not <laughs> – that's not good. No, that's Carlos Marmol-esque. What about the rest of the pitching in the minors? So, Jeremy Knoll is, I think, on everyone's mind as far as how the hell did that happen. He's this really tall, dorky kid who's 21, and he is dominating at uh, South Bend right now. So he's had he's had 22 innings over four starts. Hasn't walked anyone yet. As in, he has walked zero people. He strands 90% of runners. His <laughs> ERA is 70 is 0. .79. <laughs> so he's been incredible. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't look for that to continue, but. I mean, he's pitched his way into people thinking about him. And I don't think I even knew that Jeremy Knoll was a baseball player before the season started. So that's pretty cool. Was and he, was he a throw-in from some trade or something, or was he someone no, they drafted? No, really he was a really late draft pick. I think, I think they didn't think he was even going to sign, and he just decided, well, this is my shot. Yeah, he got drafted in the 15th round this last year. And he's torn it up. Nice. Trevor Clifton's been really good this year. That's been fun to see. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was looking. He's uh, four starts, uh, 16 innings pitched so far, 10 strikeouts per nine, uh, three and a half walks per nine, uh, 2.7 ERA. That's fucking enjoy seeing I'll take that. It. Yeah, yeah. 19 years old. Well, he's almost 20. In A-ball. That's fine. I'll take it. Yeah. Certainly not old for the league. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's he's still Marcus Smith. They have, like, like a dozen of these guys now where... Yeah. Just live arms. They probably won't turn in anything, but they might. And if you have so many of them, you're going to hit on one of them. Lottery tickets. Yeah. That's kind of how you have to think about it. Uh, I don't know. Trevor Clifton, Clifton sticks out in my mind because he was one of our sort of bonus babies from a couple of years ago. Like I think he was yeah. like an eleventh or twelfth rounder that we gave. Mm-hmm. Like Carson we Sands, way... Justin Steele last year. Yeah, yeah, we went way over slot on him. Speaking of late round bonus babies, is Dylan Maple still in the organization? I think he's. I think he's just decided he's going to stay in Arizona forever. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did he catch Hayden Simpson disease? 
Uh, hey, probably. he is he, he is not. Uh, oh, he was he made it to uh, Boise last year. So, like but, as a tourist, and, but he did it with a a, a twelve ERA. As a tourist, when I, when I think tourism, I think you know Southern Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jeff showing off the fact that he knows Boise's in southern Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up your own. Take his word on it. Hey, man, I'm, I'm the son of a cartographer. I spend way too much time on Google Maps when I'm bored. I, I don't get into to Wikipedia black holes. I get into Google Maps black holes. <laughs> I still have that thing where, like, every time I look at a map of the U.S., it's like, oh, that's where Arkansas is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in Arizona. Yeah. Still just 22. Still still terrible. Yeah, still real bad. Right. He's like Daniel Pard. Uh, he was never successful in the majors. John Gubb. Uh, Dylan, yeah. Dylan, Maples, Dylan Maples is English for uh, Michael Enoa. <laughs> yeah. Who did Noah play for? Uh, the A's. Oh, okay. Yeah, but now he's in the... Now he's in the Oh, he's in the White Sox uh, organization White Sox right now. Yep, part of yeah. that Jeff Samarja trade. Uh, he's he's in the uh, he's apparently uh, they moved him to the bullpen. Um, he's got uh, nine Ks per nine, but is walking the world five uh, about five walks per nine. So, yeah, whatever. He's got a zero ERA going so far through seven innings. Way to go! Right. I feel like there's not like. Early, like, the second week of April through, like, June, I feel like, is just, is not terribly exciting baseball season. Yeah, especially for pitchers, because, I mean, John Lester's had four starts this year. That's not a sample size that I care about. And three of them were basically spring training starts for him. Yeah, just shaking that rust off. All right, so let's move on to our, our last question, which was our uh, mailbag question. Um, the question is, uh, this is from Elliot, if I remember correctly, Miles' brother, yep. our m- most uh, intrepid listener who sticks through this crap. Most as in only. <laughs> um, the question is, who has the most exciting uh, at-bats in baseball right now? Um, so is it like Chris Ryan. Stanton now or... Ken Griffey Jr. 20 years ago, or maybe even 25 years ago. I don't even... Yeah. I have no concept of time. Um, time is a flat circle. Griffey, actually, I think, was probably the person who got me into baseball. It was so for, for me, would be my answer. Yeah. I just always remember turning, like, turning the channel, watching baseball. Seattle would always be on for some reason, and he would just hit a home run, and then I would switch to the next channel. <laughs> Wait, we're so, okay, so we're talking all time? Well, let's talk both. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's Barry Bonds. No, oh, it's still so for me. There is no other acceptable answer. It's Barry Bonds. Come on. Uh, I'm still going to go with Sosa. Barry Bonds with a close second. Yeah, I think just nostalgia. I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle Griffey. You could put Barry Those Bonds some in incredible a uniform. Years. You could put Barry Bonds in a major league uniform today, and he would still be a top three at bat to watch every single time. Well, well just, just to see if he'd like break a hip. <laughs> what? Just to see if he would break a hip? You mean? You say that, but I think he does ultra marathons now. Oh, yeah, like Barry Bonds is in is not in bad shape. And uh, he is. You're talking. 
you're talking about a guy, okay, last in the league eight years ago, but with a 428 Woba. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give you that. Bonds is certainly in the conversation. Okay, so let's do 650. If, if Barry Bonds signed a contract to play baseball for the rest of this year and he mm-hmm. got regular playing time, how many home runs do you think he'd hit? 20. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say 15 to 20 probably. More like I think, how many how many walks do you think he would have like honestly like we yeah, he'd, he'd have to DH. I mean, he could barely play the field oh, even sure. then. But. Oh, for sure, yeah. But like you really like he's how old is he now? 50. He's he's 50. Okay. Um like I feel like Barry Bonds now could still give you what Jim Tomey gave you when he retired. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he'd probably get on base 35% of the time. Yeah, that also sounds about right. What we're saying is somebody signed Barry Bonds. <laughs> would you not watch? Would you not I would watch every game. Absolutely. There I no, I wouldn't miss an at bat. Yeah. That would be incredible. So how about now? Who do you think is the best uh, best plate appearance these days? I have been watching them, but uh, I might actually go with A-Rod right now. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just for, yeah, the, just I mean, for the, the troll factor. I, I just love to see him hit a home run at some point this season and just run around the bases giving a middle finger to everyone at the stands. Yeah, I mean, it, he should have done it for 660 because he was in, I think he was in Boston too. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a game winner. I think a walk-off. Or at least, uh, if not a walk well, yeah. no, if it was in Boston, it would took have been a the lead on it. But it was, a, it was an extra inning home run. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see that? For him to drop the Degeneration X sign, that would have been it. <laughs> did you guys see that, that, uh, that news that they're not going to pay him his homer bonuses for 660 and beyond? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 quote was great too. I think I think uh, Cashman said that it wasn't uh, like it wasn't explicitly written to the DL. It was just a favor that they might do for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said that they couldn't market it, and so it wouldn't be worth six million to them. <laughs> Which I'm not sure that's how contracts work. Like I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that if if you just decide you don't want to pay him, that you can't really get away with that. Yeah, only in the NFL I mean, the does NFL that work. NFL works that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it. so I would say that uh, the Yankees are just borrowing the six million, and that the the MLBPA will be collecting it pretty soon. I think my brother has it right, though. I think I would probably choose Stanton, just because he's the biggest I, threat to hit a five hundred foot home run. I guess I'd still like. I think as far as like. Trout is the guy I think I'm most quickly switching over to watching it bad of, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. He's just more commonplace excellence, though, in my mind. Well, yeah, it's like, but yeah, that's that's the thing. I think he almost gets sort of undervalued because he's like, oh, yeah, of course he hit a triple. Who cares? Like, mm-hmm. I guess the way I'm thinking about it, like, Trout... Obviously, he has better outcomes on the whole, but Stanton uh, will do things that no one else can ever do. Uh, here, here's a uh, here's a fun one. Uh, guess uh, who you're... Okay, 
Uh, Mike Trout is your current uh, leader for war on the season uh, on Fangraphs. Guess who is number two? Nelson Cruz. Jeff? Um, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, D. Gordon, <laughs> which is funny to me. A, uh, all right, how about how about this? Because this this is I think really fun. Try and guess uh, top ten uh, war providers on the season. We've got Trout and we've got Gordon. Give me the other eight. Uh, Matt Harvey. Uh, no. Oh wow. Are you just doing? You're not doing just position players. You're doing position and pitchers. Uh, no, this this is, yeah. This is uh, this is for the league. Matt Harvey isn't in the top thirty. Hmm. I'll go with Rizzo. Might as well. Uh, Rizzo is 30. Ugh. He's, mm. wor- he's been worth one win on the season. I can tell you, everyone on the top 10 has uh, has been worth at least 1.4 wins. If that helps. Do we have A-Rod on that list? Uh, A-Rod is not in the top 30. No, no he, he couldn't. He, he doesn't even play the field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Votto? Mm. He got off to a good start. Votto is yeah, number seven. That's three. Uh, Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter, for sure. Matt Carpenter is number three. Cabr- That's four. Uh, Miguel Cabrera. Uh, Cabrera is number 19. Mm, Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier is number 27. Uh, Chuck Peterson. Jack Peterson is number 11, but he is tied with number 10. He just has fewer plate appearances. Oh, Adrian Gonzalez, obviously. Uh, that's uh, He's number 6. That's 5. The, the rest of these get pretty difficult, but I think. Is Nelson Cruz not on there? Not Nelson Cruz is not in the top 30. Not in the top 30? He's like 12 home runs. Oh, sorry. Nope, he's 14. I missed him. Um, okay, so here we here we go. The rest, the remaining top ten, uh, we've got a royal, an Oriole, a national, and, and uh, two Astros. Altuve. Altuve is number four. Adam Jones. Adam Jones is number nine. Who's the uh, national? Max Scherzer. Oh yep. yeah, Max Scherzer. Uh, and then the Royal, um, Wade Davis. Nope. <laughs> I think uh, Yurana Ventura is number one in the Jackson War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Lorenzo Cain. Nope. Uh, no clue. Hosmer. Nope. Perez. I know when you get Jeff. So I'm just going to start naming the, the Royals roster. Selfridges, Moustakis. Moustakis is number Moustakis. 10. <laughs> yeah. So is that all of them? Are we missing anyone? There we go. We're still missing number five. 72 plate appearances, and he's an Astro. Chris Carter. Nope. Um, Springer? Isn't he hurt? Nope. Uh... No, he's an outfielder. 
No so, idea. So I just cheated and looked this up. It's Morisnik. It is. It's like, <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's hard to do when there are only 20 games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, you know... Enjoy your small sample sizes, kids. That's this has been fun with small sample sizes, um, but uh, the I, I just thought it was crazy that Mike Trout has already been worth one point eight wins. How much? Like, what if if we had to look right now? What are we projecting for a career war for Mike Trout? Like, is there a ceiling at this point? Yeah, it's like Bitcoin. It just keeps going up, up, up. <laughs> like. How many years in a row is he going to put up 10 war seasons? Like, how how long can you do that? Yeah. Well, you, he, well, he, you might pull uh, Michael Jordan and retire halfway through, but in his case, he'd just become like, a, uh, a meteorologist. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah he would. <laughs> he'd go, so like, he'd go, work, go work on a morning news show for a couple of years. Like it's it's about it's about seventy wins to give you to guarantee pretty much to make you a lock hall of famer, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna it. hit that at this if he keeps up this pace. He only has to do this for like four more years, and he's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. <laughs> Which I mean, that makes sense to me. If he had a heart attack and died at age twenty-seven, he would be the Kofax of hitters, except actually better. It's, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's on pace to be the best ever. There's no doubt about that. Which is incredible. I was gonna... Like, if he died that young, I would compare him to Clemente, but he, he blows Clemente out of the water. Yeah. It's not really... You really can't compare him to anyone besides, like, Babe Ruth or Mel Ott or Ted Williams as far as I mean, just entering the league and being the best player as soon as he started. Destroying Barry Bonds. One, two, three. Four, I'm on his, I'm on his uh, baseball reference page right now, and ha- they have the list of his similar batters through age 22. Uh, number one is Mickey Mantle, then Frank sure. Robertson, Hank Aaron, Ken Griffey, Miguel Cabrera, Al Kaline, some dude named Veda Pinson, Cesar Cedeno, the uh, hey, the uh, star of Bad News Bears and Breaking Training, if I remember correctly. Who else is on there? And Orlando Sopeda. Like, really, the only run that this looks anything similar towards is, like, not necessarily, like, the big 2001 through 2004 Bonds, but, like, Bonds had a run from 96 through 90, or about 95 through 98, where it was, like, 7.7 wins, 9 wins, 8.9 wins, 8.5 wins. Like, that's what this, like, it's just, it's like pre-explosion bonds. And it's demonstrably worse than and he, what and he plays, has been doing. And he plays defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, Bonds played some defense back then. Well, when he was, was never when he gets first through MVPs, he was probably pretty good yeah. defensively. Yeah. At least not terrible. Man, Barry Bonds was pretty good at baseball. All right. Let's let's put it this way. If you're predicting right now, Barry Bonds finished with 164 career war. Do you have Trout surpassing that, meeting it, or over, under, or push? I'll take the under. Sure. Yeah, I think the smart one is on the under, but sure. I'm a dreamer, so I'm taking. I'll take the over. 
We'll revisit this in 20 years. Like, if, if, if Trout plays until he's, like, 44 or however long Bond's played, then I'd take the over, but I don't think he'll play that long. Sure. Well, if he plays until he's 38, that's 15 more years, and he averages, let's let's conservatively give him eight war a year, because that would be his career worst. <laughs> Very conservative. You, <laughs> add you add 120 war, he's at 151.2, which is still less. So that's incredible. <laughs> thing. Yeah, like I did that. Just yeah. Very All right, fun. but now the now the important question: How many more wins above replacement will Chris Bryant finish his career with than Mike Trout? <laughs> uh, they don't have a num- They don't have a number that high. He'll have more than negative fifty. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, although Chris Chris Bryant, oh, actually, he's only been worth point three war this year. Send this kid back to the minors. <laughs> no, we get, we got to trade uh, uh, Baez for Casey McGee. Got to bring back the young players that the Cubs let get away. Yeah. When when do we get Campana back? That's what I want to know. <laughs> make, it a, make, it, make it a three-way trade and get both of them. Uh, only as long as Ricky Nolasco is involved. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Watching Twins game, I'm sure you'd be happy to, to not have him there. Ugh. Who watches the Twins? The tw- it's probably not even the Twins. <laughs> All right, so I guess let's wrap this up. Uh, Miles, get them the contact info. So uh, if you want to send a question. We did, hey, we, we did have one last thing. Uh, Kevin Brown sent in a question. Oh, sorry, yeah. I forgot. He, uh, he, he wanted to know, uh, this was his question, who has a bigger dick, you or Trevor Bauer? <laughs> Uh, so I think we can round table this, guys. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna need. Well, I I was about to ask for more information, but I really don't want any. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna need to uh, consult with an expert on this one. So as soon as I get in touch with Anderson Simmons, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, who, who has a bigger dick, me or Trevor Bauer? Uh, Bob Howery. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, hey. Uh, just breaking news here. I just got a note on my phone. Apparently, we just claimed um, right-handed pitcher Anthony Varvero from the Red Sox uh, and designated Joseph Ortiz for assignment. So, okay. All right. You heard it here last. Yeah. <laughs> Varvero is a... 30-year-old replacement-level reliever. Fuck yeah. So that's good. All right. All right. Can Give them the info, okay. Miles. Yep, so send your questions to ovblogpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet to at ovpodcast. Rolls off the tongue. All right. So you've wasted another perfectly good, I don't know, this will probably cut down to 40 minutes of your time listening to this podcast so uh hopefully we'll uh, see you next week with less editing to do you listen to every word